Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. This episode was recorded in May 2020. My co-host, Kevin Ring, spends a few minutes interviewing me about how I measure to maintain a healthy business and what healthy leadership looks like, especially during a time when customers might not be buying. Enjoy. Hey, Jessica. Let's do it. All right. Welcome back to our blog. Oh my gosh, why is this so hard? I don't know. I don't know. Right. It's been Are a you long. Ready? I'm yeah, ready. It's just been a long, what, six to eight weeks of of this not working. I mean, by the time they post this, it may be like twelve weeks. I know. Months. That's right. That's right. Who knows what will have happened by then? Every day is unpredictable, right? Like I had no idea the governor was going to open up hair salons this week. <laughs> That's nuts. I can go get a haircut finally, but you don't have to. You cut your <laughs> Thank own. Thank goodness hair. he did, though. <laughs> well, yes, I did cut my own hair. Uh, I have the the double advantage of um, I've cut my own hair many times in my life, so I've learned some tips to go from really bad to just sort of bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, I really don't look at myself in the mirror that often. Um, and so I don't really notice it that often. I guess the third advantage I have is I'm really tall. So most people can't see the top of my head, which <laughs> is really a benefit for me in a lot of ways. So anyway, thank you There's for asking. There's a lot of advantages to being tall. You know what I want to ask you about? What? Leadership. Yeah, let's do it. We haven't talked about that there topic enough. So let's tall. talk about it. I think people look to us as natural leaders. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, so we have talked about leadership a lot, which is really great. In case you forgot, mm-hmm. um, this is the sixth in our series on leadership. But today we want to talk about, I think, what a lot of us are experiencing is that now that we've made it through the crisis, how do we shift our focus to lead well through the downturn mm-hmm. and then really prepare ourselves for uh, taking advantage of opportunities that, that might come out of changes in our society, changes in your market to really grow coming out of this. So our goal in having these conversations is to help our clients um, who are the ones that we believe are going to be able to do this, to Mm -hmm. be well positioned to really thrive when things start to to turn. So that's the topic today, leadership through through the, the, the downturn. Yeah, I was thinking about um, how it's yeah. in our state. It seems like they're they're moving into opening up businesses, and everybody's feeling more optimistic. I know even with our business, we our sales pipeline is filling up again, and it was kind of on pause through April, and so you can kind of sense some optimism. But then I read stories about big companies canceling all their events through next year you know, and they're just being extra cautious. And I think, what do they know that I don't know? So I think this topic's yeah. good because we can talk a little bit about some of the things that you might look at too, to make sure your company's staying healthy in addition to other things. So yeah, since we don't know no, what I the think, future holds. <laughs> I think that's really good. And I think that's kind of a key thing is, is when we're talking about leadership and especially for us, it's so easy to compare to February, January of this mm-hmm. year, right? How many of us had our annual planning in place? We had our goals for the year and none of us could have predicted that 
our businesses would be affected in this way. And not only that, but businesses aren't universally affected in the same way. It's, it's really been uh, different, the impact that it's had on, on how you run your business. And so I think for us, it's, it's been helpful to acknowledge that and to, uh, to benchmark, obviously, but to not hold ourselves accountable to performances that, that we were expecting coming into this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the things that, that is really good coming out of this is, is it, it, it forces us and enables us to uh, reevaluate our priorities. And so really what I want to kind of talk through and wanted to ask you about from your perspective leading a, a, a marketing agency is um, how have you reevaluated or reprioritized uh, in terms of evaluating and leading the health of your business? Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a big question. You know, I'm, I'm like a lot of our clients. I, I started with a really amazing business plan. Um, and I, I thought, I think through before the beginning of each year, how I'm going to, all my goals for the year, all the things I want to do to achieve them. I come up with a calendar of stuff to do. I talk about it with the team, you know, in each quarter, we're trying to accomplish those things. And, you know, end of the first quarter, it's March, you know, everybody's shutting down and you look at that business plan and go, I don't even know what's relevant in here anymore. And when I do, you know, financial reporting for a company uh, where we're comparing years, I just imagine this bar graph where 2020 is going to be like in a completely different color and it's just going to say COVID on it. Right. And we don't really know what that means for our business. (laughs) So you know, that we have a dashboard and I don't, I don't know how many companies are diligent in keeping a dashboard, but that's kind of the only way I can track and see where we're going. And, um, for me, the things we look at are, um, visits to our website, uh, which is a big one. That's an indicate early indicator of whether or not we're going to get anything through the sales pipeline. And then we'll look at, uh, leads, and inbound leads versus uh, prospecting leads. And then we'll look at um, how many initial consultations we're doing, how many proposals we're writing. And those are all the numbers that I'm looking at to see, uh, should I be adjusting our sales goals for the year? And of course, if you adjust sales goals, and if you're adjusting them down, then that affects a lot of things in the business, right? Because every business should have a clear understanding of where their break-even is with their current staff and really start to look at what am I needing to optimize to stay productive during this time? Does it require a, a change in staff or does it require just better processes as well? Um, there's a lot of things that affects and you can't really make those decisions unless you have some sort of marketing dashboard and a clear idea of how the market's responding to your services right now. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a great point. I think one of the the real challenges is that um, a lot of people don't understand their marketing funnel and how that feeds their pipeline. And so um, marketing doesn't just work right away. It's nurturing growth through nurturing interests and awareness and, and moving people towards uh, the, the recognition that you as the service provider are the ones who's going to help them achieve their goal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that process takes time. And so it'll be, it's really interesting even for us to see kind of the, the dip that took place in April, because we have a, a much shorter uh, sales cycle Mm-hmm. Then some other companies, I was talking to a client who said that April was fine for her, mm. but what she expects in, in June, July um, is really that slowdown because yeah. when her prospects are changing mm-hmm. in you know February, March, April, that's going to affect their decision-making in June, July, August. So mm-hmm. I think it's really uh, important now to be able to understand what is that that system that you've created to, to fuel your growth that yeah. links marketing to sales and aligns it so that you're able to, to drive new business. I really appreciate that client's uh, insight into kind of seeing that and understanding that. Um, to me, that's an indicator of very sophisticated uh, business operator, right? Just to be able to see that. I think something I've noticed with us and I think something everybody needs to be cautious about is uh, I think sales cycles are going to be longer this year than even your normal sales cycle. I think you and I experienced it that some extra cautious people who, even though they really understand the value, they really want to sign up, they really want to start partnering. They're taking extra steps to make sure you're the right partner um, they're not making quick financial decisions like they would if they were certain of what was going to come up in the future. So I think everybody should be planning on a longer sales cycle, which means making sure you've got the website traffic and the marketing going kind of full blast right now, I think is really important because you don't really understand uh, until you've got some marketing in place and have been watching it for a while to see when new visitors to your website is an indicator of things that are going to happen. And so you need to build up as much traffic as possible right now. And uh, there's different ways to do that. It doesn't have to be just through like SEO and advertising, just being out in the community more um, or taking on uh, some networking, even virtually. All of that stuff we've talked about in previous episodes, all of it affects website traffic. So you just don't hide. Don't be a hermit during this time and just prepare yourself for those longer sales cycles that are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that is valuable in this time is, um, you know, we, we've sort of noticed and we've talked about kind of this, this cascading effect in leadership, right? So in response to crisis, there's just a lot of stress. And we, we talked about self-leadership and forgiving yourself. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the, the healthier business is, is tied to the lifeblood of cash flow, And so making sure that you have access to uh, the financing that you need. And, and, you know, PPP has been a nightmare for some people, but is really effective in mm-hmm. uh, allowing people to have that confidence to move forward. I mean, and this is the same client I was talking to uh, held off for about a month and then came in and said, okay, one of the things that happened that, that helped assure me was she had gotten PPP. Mm. Uh, her loan came through. And so she was like, awesome. I now have that confidence. Um, and so as marketers, which all of you are, right? We're not just the marketers, but, but you are the ones who are needing to know and understand and be able to communicate your value. You have to understand that now you have to add on that 
extra communication, that extra thread of not just uh, what you can do, but assurance that the client is going to be okay if they if they work with you. And I think, you know, for us, what we talk about a lot is we talk about our hero messaging and, and mm-hmm. it's hero messaging because your client is the hero. We're not the hero. You're not the hero. Your client is the hero. Mm-hmm. Well, right now your, your client, your, the hero is facing additional challenges. And so how are we as uh, the, the guides, the ones who are helping them get to that vision of a better future, how are we helping them to see and, and grow in their confidence in us. And so um, in addition to, I think, measuring the, the interactions that you're having to make sure that you have those opportunities, you need to be capable of, of adapting, right? And so I think to Jessica's point, they need to see you out there. They need to see what you're doing. They need to see that you're taking care of your people. They need to see that you're open for business, even if that looks different. Um, But beyond that, it helps to anticipate what are some of the things that they might need in addition to what we normally do because of this environment that we're in and how can we, how can we help make their lives even better through this period? And we actually have uh, a meeting this afternoon, the, the director of marketing and myself with a client to talk specifically about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very specific opportunity in the next two months with this client to meet some additional market needs. So we're getting together to brainstorm and, and dig into that and come up with some messaging and, and a, a campaign around how to get that message out there, how to engage those clients and to add ultimately even more value in this time. So, yeah, that was a really great idea from, from you when we started talking about what's something different that we need to be doing right now during this time. And you'd suggested we should do some sort of pivot workshop with our clients because there's going to be opportunities or their need to change their messaging or their, uh, customers' needs are going to change a little bit, so they just have to adjust the way that they're approaching the market. And a particular client you're talking about, you know, the tax season is the thing that's affecting him right now. So we have to look at that for him if we're going to be good partners. In this pivot workshop, there's a free framework um, that maybe Neil can put the link to in the video um, that they can go download the framework for themselves if they want to go see and see if they can kind of figure some stuff out on their own. But I think that was great. I want to revisit really quickly. You talked about cash flow, and I think that was really great that you brought this up because you've had um, kind of more success through the second round of PPP funding. So when this episode comes out, people are going to be kind of into the middle of spending that money because you have to spend it within the eight weeks of the day that it's originated. So um, what I think this has afforded service-based businesses to do whether they were affected or not so affected by the shutdown is to um, put normal capital away and save it for the next phases of growth that they were planning. What's nice. And I think the client had that you were referencing kind of suggested is you had these plans and you had every confidence in the world that you were going to grow this year and be able to pay for those plans and invest back in your business the way you wanted to. And then this happens and you think, I don't want to, not invest in the business, but also where's the money going to come from? 
Yeah. So being able to use the PPP in the eight weeks that you have it buys you basically two more months of confidence to be able to run your business and invest in it the way you should have, or you were planning to, or pivot, or all the things that you wanted to do. So that's what I would suggest people look at is, you know, what, what do you have available now because of PPP to not just get you through the next eight weeks, but also to buy you some growth investment in the two weeks or the two months following your PPP spend, right? Yeah. And I don't know if it's, I don't really know what the banking world is going through right now, other than they've been inundated with these SBA things that they weren't really set up to handle. But I would recommend that if you have a line of credit um, or anything like that, that you've just been holding on, but you haven't really tapped into to go ahead and tap into that too. And I think that buys you some confidence in these uncertain times to have that cash actually in the bank instead of credit hanging out. Yeah. And for the most part, interest rates are pretty good. So uh, what you pay to have that cash on hand, I think is worth it and lets you stay focused on, on growing the business during this time instead of figuring out what you're going to cut. So, yeah. Well, I love so many things about that. Um, But I just want to point out too, like that's great insight into what potential clients need, right? Mm -hmm. And might be concerned about. And so it's that kind of thinking that I think is really the potential for uh, you all to start to inject in this time to think, okay, what can we do right now to continue not just to stay relevant, to stay top of mind, but really Mm -hmm. uh, put your stand out by uh, adding value in ways that your clients aren't expecting. Yeah. That was great. Well, we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about uh, cash flow, financing, dashboards, pipelines, uh, mm-hmm. value propositions, uh, pivoting. <laughs> I love this because I feel like that's the challenge of business ownership, right? Is mm-hmm. that's what you have to do every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it really is uh, quite a heavy burden. And, and I love when I get emails at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, because I know that that's exactly what's happening in a business owner's mind as they are uh, churning through all of these things mm-hmm. uh, instead of their brain turning off and going to sleep. Uh, yeah. So we are always here to help. Um, definitely recommend you check out that link that we are going to post somewhere on the internet <laughs> related to this video. Yeah. It's not my job, so uh, <laughs> I know that it happens. Um, and Look forward to seeing you all next week or next month. I don't even know how often we're putting these things out. Weekly. (laughs) Daily. Who knows? It's not daily. We're not not daily. Anyways, I hope you all have a great rest of whatever time it is during the day when you watch this. This is the hard thing about static media is that it's not broadcast. Oh, well. Thanks. Bye, y'all. Bye, Kevin. Bye, Jessica. Bye, audience. Ready to go? I are we not going right now? Okay, go. <laughs> okay. Hi, welcome back to Zig when they zag. Zig zigzag. I'm Kevin Ring. I'm your host. Here with my special guest, Jessica Scanlon, CEO and founder of Hot Dog Marketing. Jessica, great to have you. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you.
you. Oh, pull yourself together, please. This is a little serious. Okay. Serious. So, hey, hey Kevin, hey. Hey, we wanted to talk. <laughs> Good to see you again. Thanks for recording Can another podcast with me, Hut. Cut. <laughs> Can I get my agent? Yeah. Okay. All right. Are you going to be able to hold yourself together for this? Are you? <laughs> no. But that's, that's on brand for me. Thanks for listening. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.